Who do you guys think were the MVPs of the season? And then the least valuable players from the season? Like as football players or, or as managers? No, football players. Um, I think I would have to say Stefan Diggs because of his value. Like, you know, every year there's this player that gets picked low in the rounds, like a Lamar Jackson last year or Patrick Mahomes the year before. But, I mean, Stefan Diggs was going in the sixth, seventh, eighth round. I don't know which round you got him, Vivian. I think probably in sixth or seventh. So value for what he gave you, uh, I think he's my MVP. I like that pick, though. I agree. I think Stefan Diggs, based on where he was going on the draft boards, had a really solid season. Uh, he was, I think, every game he had at least 13, 14 points. And Very consistent. Yeah. And, you know, even in some weeks, he had monster weeks. So, Especially when you needed him the most. Yeah. Now that's value. I think the other player that was top of mind for me, although kind of faded in the last few weeks of the season, not by his own fault, but because um, of Drew Brees, was Kamara. Right? He, I think he had a pretty solid season. Yeah. But after Breeze hurt his ribs, his value kind of tanked, which was unfortunate for a lot of uh, fantasy owners who were counting on him delivering in the playoffs. I think Kamara yeah. had a monster few weeks. Um, Tyreek Hill also stood out. I think he was pretty consistent throughout the season, and he had a couple games where he won it. He won single-handedly for some teams. I think he had one game with over 50 points. But um, I think he performed pretty well the last last half of the season. Yeah, I agree with you guys definitely on uh, on Diggs um, for the value. And then I think, you know, James Robinson. I don't oh. I don't know if anybody had him on our team in our leagues, but James Rob. Robinson is like I feel like people and they drafted him is probably like really really late but i think most people picked him off waivers and he carried mm-hmm. a lot of people to their championships and then obviously uh was out week 16 but up until then he was one of like five running backs that didn't miss a game and was performing week over week yeah it's too bad he didn't he wasn't able to compete at his top uh, in the last two weeks, right? When, right when it matters. But at least you got to get you there. Yeah. What about a uh, least valuable player? <laughs> is, that a is that the same <laughs> as a bust or is it different? Yeah, I can be a bust. Oh, Again, we've talked about this, but uh, it's got to be sick. You think so? Because, think of, he- because of the round he was picked and because he was healthy throughout the whole uh, year. Yeah, my I would say either Michael Thomas or CMC, um, only because of um, the injuries to both of them. And then I know you know Michael Thomas had some issues, altercations, and, yeah, altercations, right? So I think for for the position that they went draft wise. 
probably had the most uh, disappointing seasons. I think those two would be the obvious like choices. Well, then Saquon Bar- Sa- Barkley. Barkley. But yeah. again, those two guys, the first two were like hurt, injured. So it's not because of their physical performance, but like Seek. I mean, we talked, Vivian and I talked about this because she traded him to me and I was a fool to take him. Such a clown. <laughs> yeah, and, not a not a LVP for me, a win for me. <laughs> so uh, he's just, he was just a bum. I mean, he was out of shape. He didn't look explosive. He, I mean, Tony Pollard basically uh, ran two times faster than he did uh, whenever he had a chance. So that's why, and Michael Thomas, uh, well, so here's my thing with Michael Thomas. Like there was this thing during the during the um, riots and protests that happened early this year. Remember, um, you know, Michael Floyd and all the incidents, and he, and he was very vocal about it. But then Drew Brees came and said something that he shouldn't have said. You know, he was a good soldier boy and blah blah blah. Got all his team upset. And then Michael Thomas, like, blocked him from his Twitter. It was just all this drama, and then he brought him back. And I think ever since, like, him and Drew Brees haven't been in the same page, and he got to pay for it. So they never threw in the ball, and then he got injured, and it was just a disaster for his. But I feel bad for him because I think he got blacklisted from uh, from uh, Drew Brees' tra- targets. That's my hot <laughs> take. I think the least valuable player or like people overvalue this guy was Love Bell. Like, I don't know why so many people thought Love Bell was going to be good. I know Rebecca took him in like the third round in our league. And I think people, for whatever reason, like bought into the hope that he might actually be good this season. And then especially after, you know, his move to Kansas City, people were like, all right. Like love yeah, Bell is gonna so. be the guy, <laughs> and then even this week, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards like being out, like everyone was like, "Love Bell's the guy," and you know, I had Clyde Edwards in my other league, so obviously I picked up Love Bell because if you're handcuffed, you gotta have him just in case he goes off. But I was like, I would not start this guy, not even in my flag. So <laughs> you didn't start him. I did not start him. Nope. I would have fallen I, uh, in the trap. <laughs> no. I actually flexed a tight end in my other league, which I was like, wow, 2020 of all years in this like tight end wasteland. I can't believe I'm, I'm flexing a tight end, but I flexed a uh, Logan Thomas. Yeah. I think someone else that went decently high that had no fantasy value at all through this year was Mark Ingram. Those who thought he would continue to stay fantasy relevant. Um, he buried me. It was chatter throughout the uh, beginning of preseason, uh, be- before the season kicked off, right? That, that hurts Kevin. Baltimore would have a three-headed mm-hmm. running back roster, but Ingram would still be the lead back. And, uh, Maybe. I, don't, I don't think he topped mm-hmm. 10 points in any one week this year, from what I recall. Maybe um, that brings me to my point. The whole Raven squad was a disaster, was a disappointment. They were all hyped up. I, that was my doom. I jumped into the Ravens hype uh, train. Got like four Ravens in my team, and or five. I had five Ravens, and and that's what happened. So you're right, Kevin. And Mark Ingram was the leader of the pack. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, speaking from experience, because uh, I picked him pretty high in my money league. <laughs> oh, 
you did too. You fell in the trap. Um, to which I eventually had to make a trade. Uh, I traded for James Robinson and James Connor. Mark Ingram? No, I, um, I, I ended up trading in my money league. I gave up Stefan Diggs and Brandon Ayuk for Connor and James Robinson because I was so thin at running back. Um, so, but, yeah, lesson, lesson learned for 2021. That was pretty high on Debo Samuel. Yeah. I thought he was going to come out of IR and then just win my league, basically. And he just played one game or two. Yeah. But he's good. But he's good. I just hope he stays healthy next year. I yeah. think, like, I mean, not to give you guys any tips, anything for next mm-hmm. year, but I would not pick anybody from the Niners offense. It's just so unpredictable with Shanahan running the show. Like, they're all my do not draft list. Except for maybe Kettle, because, you know, tight end is a wasteland. But he gets hurt so much, right? He plays so hard that then he tears his body apart. Yeah, but I feel like some, like, good amount of points every few weeks versus, you know, most tight ends outside of the top three or four, where you might get one point. Like, there's not that much of a difference. I think the best pick if you had Rob Gronkowski, Gronkowski at the end he was a great pick he went undrafted basically and um, and he looked like crap for the first like five six uh, weeks or seven maybe but the second half he was pretty pretty consistent so yeah yeah I think the Niners running back situation is very fluid I don't think <laughs> You can trust Mostert or you or Jeff Wilson or whoever they have on the roster. And I, you, I don't think anybody even knows who the Niners quarterback going to be next year. Not at this point. Oh, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> um, Maybe, but yeah. Uh, do you think the Forty ers built their stadium on like some Indian cemetery? And they're all cursed. No, I still think the uh, the New York stadiums are cursed. I think that's what oh, that one too. I seen this year. So the, yeah, I feel like the their move to Santa Clara, just like the Raiders' move to um, Las Vegas, has cursed their teams. And just like the Warriors' move to San Francisco, instead of staying in in their own nice, cozy stadium where they got famous. I think that happens. Well, <clears throat> we have the last week of the season, not fantasy, but NFL season coming up. No. What are, uh, what are your guys' playoff picks and predictions? <sighs> I'm just going to go easy. Um, I'm just going to say the Chiefs are going to repeat. Uh, I know they looked a little tired and but they are cocky so they just don't want to use all their firepower i think they're just saving it but and on the nfc i'm just gonna write the tom brady um uh, ben wagon one last time well maybe next year or two but yeah he's my boy so riding with him till the end <laughs> bucks and chiefs then huh 
yeah. But then my homies will be too much for Tom Brady. That's my prediction. Which picks? Which I think uh, I think the Chiefs are a lot of people's favorites. Um, I don't see anyone really contending with the Chiefs in the AFC, except for maybe the Bills. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying the Bills and they are fun. They're cool, but. Yeah, I think Josh Allen has grown even more this year, and, and he's actually a, a really good quarterback. You know, he can throw it, he can he can run it. Um, I think the Bills have an outside shot, other than the Chiefs. Uh, I I don't have much faith in the Steelers, uh, especially after the last four weeks. Uh, not really sure what happened the last four weeks, but I think they just have forgotten how to play football. Um, Ooh, and we have that. There's this revenge game, Mason Rudolph, and um, what's this guy that took his helmet off last year? <laughs> Miles Garrett uh, next week. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. And the NFC, I feel like, is wide open. I don't think there's a clear favor in the NFC. You know, I think Seahawks could squeeze, uh, probably do something, no? I no. Mean, <laughs> no, I mean, they'll make playoffs probably, but I think our Super Bowl champ is going to come from the AFC this year. The NFC, the entire NFC division is just like... I like the AFC more. Not great. Packers, maybe? Aaron Rodgers is staying hot. So we'll probably see Packers. I would say Packers-Chiefs or Packers-Bills. Probably oh going to be our... Super Bowl picture. And in that case, probably root for the Bills. You know, it's a good good story. We had Mahomes' rookie story last year. And then if we get the Josh Allen story this year mm. for the Bills, I think. Yeah. And they finally win a Super Bowl after losing four straight. <laughs> so they deserve it. That would be nice, too. I wouldn't be mad at that at, that at all. I just don't want... Who are the teams you don't want to win? You don't, you don't want to... Probably wouldn't want the Seahawks for me. <laughs> I think Seahawks okay. would be the only team I probably wouldn't be rooting for. Like, yeah, um, you, you want them to fail. That's okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe reach the NFC Championship game and lose to Green Bay or lose to New Orleans. Oh. Um... But yeah, the NFC is wide open, I feel like. Um, I think New Orleans' success is going to de- be dependent on how healthy Breeze is. Uh, he definitely looks like he's 41 years old this year. Um, not the same production that he's had and um, arm strength that he's displayed in previous years. So I think I like the Packers for N- coming out of the NFC. Hmm. What about you, Vivian? What's the teams that you don't want? You want them to fail in their attempt. Um, the Cowboys—they don't deserve to go. Oh yeah, there's still there's still a yeah. chance for them, right? Yeah, that like that's how <laughs> like the <laughs> NFC East is. Like the fact that the Cowboys have done so poorly all season and they still have a chance. Like that's ridiculous. Like none of you deserve to go to the playoffs. 
Giants yeah. shot right now too, right? Giants are only a game back <laughs> at five. It's yeah. terrible. We don't want to see any of that in the Super Bowl. None of it. Okay, that's the only team. Got to have another one. The Seahawks. No, I would say mainly the Cowboys. All right, sounds fair. Mine would be the New New Orleans Saints. So I just don't like Drew Brees after all the stuff he said in the summer. So I just want him to fail. I don't like good soldier boys. Sorry, guys. I'm a rebel. Anyways, 